Welcome to the Invisible India podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Abhishek. We are a cross-cultural couple doing life in India, exploring the lesser-known mysteries of Indian culture, interviewing fascinating figures who have chartered new territories, and sharing life as we raise our multicultural family amongst the complexities of modern Indian life. Hey everybody, Jessica here. One of my goals for 2021 is to encourage and uplift Desi small business owners and help you guys find out about helpful products and services that those people provide. I promise I do not want to sell you a bunch of crap, but I got to let you know about people that I think are doing amazing things and may have something to offer you. Check out our new offers page where I list creatives and business owners, and many of them are from South Asian backgrounds. And these guys have all been gracious enough to offer discounts to our listeners. On the language learning front, we have everything from Hindi, Malayalam flashcards, to group Hindi tutoring, to private coaching. This week, I just added the Strive podcasting course to our network. The podcasting course starts on the 15th of March and features awesome podcasters who will share their advice and learnings to help you start your own show. The timings are especially convenient if you're in India. I will be a guest instructor on the course, so if you want to hear from me, sign up at Strive Social, see the link and the discount code on my site, invisibleindiapodcast.com slash offers. That's where all this stuff is listed. For this particular course, you can use the code invisibleindia, and it's like a 30% discount, so that's a lot. So head over there to my site, check it out. I hope some of you find help. And hey, if you know a South Asian-owned business that people need to know about, or if it's not South Asian-owned, but just something that people who listen to this podcast should find out about, I am totally open to discovering new stuff. So email me at jessica at invisibleindiapodcast.com. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Invisible India podcast. Hello. I'm Jessica. And I'm Abhishek. Nice to be back with you after a while on the pod. (laughs) We're going to talk today about the difference between COVID in the U.S. and in India. We've had a bunch of people ask us questions about this topic because we just traveled from India to the U.S. and then back again during COVID. So for those of you who've been following our story, you know that we were here during lockdown. Then we also went to the US during kind of a tough period. And then now we're back in India. So we're gonna talk a little bit about some questions that we've gotten from people. Disclaimer, we are not health experts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are just sharing our opinions and our experiences. Mm -hmm. First question, what was lockdown like in India? In our part of India, the lockdown was uh, uh, total lockdown, like you cannot get out of the house. It was actually the meaning of the word lockdown. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it was more like a curfew. It was more like the first two or three months, it was more like curfew curfew, rather than, and and usually in India that only happens at a curfew level, only happens when there's like riots or protests or some sort of civil unrest, political unrest. So this was a unique time when something like this happened, uh, when you couldn't see the visible threat, like, you, you know, it's invisible microorganisms. 
and and it went on lockdown so that was a very unique experience uh for india lockdowns are are, are not as unique uh, or or crisis and people staying home is not as unique mm. at least in our part of the country kind of kind of happens a lot actually. floods happen and all kinds of other disasters could yeah. happen but in this case um it was a national lockdown where everybody was you know inside the house for several weeks yeah several weeks like i think for us it started in on march 23rd and then went mm. all the way until i mean they kept extending it was like 21 days 21 days 21 days 21 right, days like three, 20, times, three times three <laughs> yeah several times yeah that was pretty rough and with them for several months we were not allowed to leave the house at all mm. except for getting essential services mm. which doesn't mean Social Security cards and going to do this and going to do that and the offices are not open at all. Mm. Even in America, I think water, driver's food. license was not open for a month. Even in America, I think one or two months, but here it, it was longer. It was like you literally couldn't get nothing done except get food and go to the hospital mm. and go to the bank. That was the one. Thing. That was it. Mm. And maybe your phone can get charged, but I mean mm. that was like it. Seriously. Hmm. It was kind of rough. We definitely had a struggle. You know, our kids weren't able to leave the house, weren't able to play. That was really, really tough. Really tough. At some point, you know, we were all just like everyone else across the world. We were doing our, you know, cooking at home and in creating new habits. And yeah, and I think in the U.S., people were able to go for walks and kind of do like socially distanced meetup in their car and drive by this and that. And here it was like absolutely nothing. Hmm. <laughs> so that was definitely difficult however um, so we were we felt definitely that challenge when we ended up um, going to the US in September because we were supposed to have gone in the summer we had tons of work there was just so much we needed to do and we also had some medical things which we really needed to take care of so we had to go um, we were we went on September first first September 1st we went we stayed end up staying for four and a half mm months. Yep. So the second thing that people have been asking us was America me like is it really as bad in the US as mm. all the reports are showing? Hmm. So what do you say when people ask you that? Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that testing and reports are higher in America than here probably. I mean, you know, in India, the either the it's the options are either a full lockdown or a severe lockdown or no lockdown. And if you have you cannot afford severe lockdown for many, many months here. Whereas in America, it feels like it's in the middle somewhere where people still go out running and yeah banks are still open lots of things are open but it's not full lockdown but it is there still is a lot of fear at least in the northern part of america and in a more areas that are more highly populated tend to be more serious about about the virus whereas uh, other places seem to be a little more a little more relaxed and loose i mean it, it feels really bad that over there um, it has really affected people economically and it, here too, but here now everything is open. So now it's up to people and the economy <laughs> to recover slowly. But I don't know if in America it's recovering. It's, it's probably not in the recovery phase yet. It's just still in the mm -hmm. plateau phase. So yeah, in India, I think now it's hard to know. It's hard to say. I just I'm have to stop paying attention actually. To corona news in india and to corona different things but they, it seems like in some states it's increasing in the south 
and in the West. But we don't, I don't really know what else is happening out here. Right. So some people have said that, oh, because of testing is not happening in India. Now, all of a sudden, the numbers have dropped. It's like, well, testing was never really happening on a large scale anyway. So it's not like all of a sudden the testing has dropped. And it's just, it's hard to know really what's happening here. And I guess that was another question people were asking is, what is happening in India? Like, why all of a sudden has it similarly disappeared? It hasn't really disappeared, but... I, I don't really know. Nobody knows. And I mean, not, I mean not more knowledgeable people might have a better understanding of what has happened or what's not has happened. I don't know exactly to what extent the testings were done. I don't know what extent the mortality took place. I don't know who was affected, who was not affected. In America, it seems, or in the West, or in many other countries, it seems that reporting is a little more robust. But, you know, it might as well be that in India, corona is very less. I mean, you know, you have to give the benefit of the doubt that in spite of not having data here and reporting be fudged, it might be true that there is no corona or very less you know, virus left here for some reason or the other. Mm-hmm. Some so. some people have said, oh, it might be herd immunity or there might be some kind of co-like protection from other viruses that uh, antibodies that have built up in your body that we get here. Uh, but really, it's very hard to know. So what does it look like on the ground locally as far as like how are people's behaviors right now as we're talking in late February here in India? At least in our state, it's totally normal as if there's no corona. Only when you go to the hospitals, people wear masks. And when people go to the enclosed official areas, people do wear masks. And in hotels and in restaurants, some people I see wearing masks. But yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know Other than what that, else to say. Other than that, basically, people are acting like it's gone. And it's kind of odd because, you know, we don't, we were hearing reports in September, August, September of people dying, like people that we knew and young people as well. It wasn't just elderly people. And now it's like we haven't heard of anyone that's even gotten sick in mm. a month. Um, so, as far as from what it's looking like on the ground, it's kind of a mystery. Mm. No one really knows what's happening here. Mm. It's a bit confusing. So, next question is, how was it traveling during COVID? What was the flight like? Was it safe? That's one of people that's a lot. We survived. I don't know if it is safe for everybody else, <laughs> but we, we, we were safe. All of our other friends who have traveled in the last six months have been mm-hmm. safe yeah. in the flights. No one has gotten sick right after the flight within 10 or 15 days. So, yeah, so it's been safe flight-wise. Yeah. I've personally, I mean, yeah, it's hard to answer. Is it safe? Uh, I think experts are still talking about that, but we felt very safe. It was extremely clean. The airports were being swept over and over and sanitized, and there was definitely ample amount of sanitizer and washing stations were there. The airplanes themselves were taking a lot of precautions, and they, if someone was taking off their mask, they would mention it to you. Like, you need, ma'am, please put your mask on. Please put your mask on the child. Um, different things like that. So it was kind of important. It was being enforced for sure. As far as going around in the U.S. and whatnot, I felt like people were taking it pretty seriously in more densely populated areas. But as we went out into different 
areas as we were traveling. Uh, we did do a road trip. We had um, some some people we needed to, to see along the way. And we also did some um, outdoor activities like hiking and things. In the less populated states, no one was wearing a mask. Like it was just as if there was nothing going on but as you were in larger cities we definitely felt more that there was an awareness and wearing masks people were taking it seriously things were closed for us personally it was still worth it to go we really needed to go we had some serious uh, stuff we had to take care of so for us we were more unsafe if we didn't take care of these medical and other important things than taking the risk of getting covid and travel in the u.s so that's why we made that decision Mm. another thing people have asked when are tourist visas to india opening again we have no no idea no one has any idea there's really no <laughs> nothing no information we have that we could share back in march the government of india banned tourists all, almost all visas actually and from entering india and then slowly over time had opened up different possibilities to re-enter the country so they had the program where they were bringing back citizens indian citizens from different countries then slowly they opened it up to oci then slowly they opened to business as of right now tourist in visas are not open and no one knows when they're going to open. Another thing people ask is, when is the vaccine coming? Vaccine is coming. It's just uh, applying them is, is is going to take some time. Just like in the U.S., many people have gotten already the vaccines. Healthcare workers and police are the first ones to get it. And then, I don't really know. We don't, I don't really think about it. It seems like life is going... Uh, pretty much as usual but uh, either people have herd immunity here or something is going on that's why a lot of people are not getting sick one thing i find interesting about the vaccine thing here is that the way they're rolling it out of course doctors and medical people have gotten it first and then a lot of people who are actually working on the streets so like sweepers the people that actually clean garbage and clean the street they're now getting the vaccine which i think is incredible I think that it's a really important um, step to acknowledge that it's not just the wealthy people that matter. And I think that's a really important step that was being taken because a lot of people that are sweeping and cleaning garbage are not, they're seen as like low class. And I think it's an important step that India has taken to, at least in our state, Mm. to to, to get these people protected Mm. to an extent. Yeah. I think that was about it, right? Yeah. So feel free to hop on and uh, subscribe at our YouTube. We also have, of course, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play podcasts, and some Indian sites as well, Geosavan and Ghana. One other thing we have going on in 2021 is Patreon. So if you enjoy gaining from this free podcast that we put out twice a month, we would love to have your support. It's patreon.com slash invisible India. And of course, Anytime you sign up for Patreon, you get special access to different content and get access to answering questions, uh, asking us questions. The different tiers are there, of course. I think the lowest one is $3 or something like that. Mm. Feel free to hop on there. Of course, I know every podcaster asks, leave a review, but for reals, leave us a review. It helps us to know what we're doing right and, and what we're doing wrong and how we can improve. Write to us, follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. All right. Bye. The music for the Invisible India podcast is performed by Christopher Halen Sitar and Ed Hanley on Tabla on Rag Bhim Palasi.